This last January, I was pretty stoked to find out that LA-based band Local Natives would be stopping by my house to have coffee. Okay, so look, you guys, we have Local Natives here. Hello. So um, I'm just making, <laughs> I'm just making some blue bottle coffee, doing pour over, and um, I'm I'm gonna make them the coffee that I drink. I had been hearing their single, When Am I Gonna Lose You, on Spectrum Channel on Sirius pretty regularly in my car. And don't worry, they promised to give me and you, the listeners, a live acoustic version of the song. But first, we had to finish the coffee. Oh, that's a great pour right there. Oh, thank you. You know what? I actually did it wrong because I was supposed to wait. I just got overwhelmed. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, you're supposed to like wait for it to bloom a little bit. It's oh, fine. Yeah. It'll still taste delicious. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. And then you kind of like slowly, you know. Yeah, but it'll still you have be. To keep like a steady, just a steady pour the whole time. If you, yeah, I mean, not? well, I've watched them at the store at Blue Bottle, and oh, okay. and they'll they'll like wait for it to. Right. And then... Have you ever gone behind the counter at your favorite <laughs> coffee shop? If it's um, empty, I like to ask. If I can go back there and then they give me a lesson. You, you do they really? I've done that's, that. Yeah. Oh really? my god, that sounds yeah. so fun. Really? Where? When it's empty, I'm like, because I what? don't know how to. Um, I've done that at a few different places. Okay. At Mario. There's nothing. If that really? Means Taylor more than that. Like, yeah, I just invite myself back on the counter. Yeah, I've just never been in a coffee business. shop where it's completely empty. It's so great to learn the, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you're trying to watch from over the counter, trying to see how they steam the milk, how they pour it, how they do. Yeah. You know. So it's slow and you're just like, hey, can I get a quick lesson yeah. on mm -hmm. what you're doing? You have to build a rapport <laughs> okay. first with the barista. Okay. Okay. I, you know, <laughs> I would make sure that's done, but yeah, I would give it a shot. Wow. People, Do you think that yeah, would work at other places besides coffee shops? <laughs> <laughs> like just anywhere you go, you're like, okay. Oh, I've gotten in trouble for that before, yeah, actually. Yeah, have you? Remember at the venue in London and I went and poured a drink? They didn't like that. Yeah, they oh, they, did, they were like, like get that. out of here. Yeah. That makes sense. What venue? I feel like, never mind. Let's you do, you have this. lived a secret <laughs> life where you keep going behind <laughs> counters and yeah. like pouring coffee? Like, it's no a surprise. It's a rare occurrence. It's okay. Like, it doesn't happen often. Okay. Taylor, Kelsey, and Ryan seemed like brothers who knew the exact right amount of teasing one another could take. I guess that's what happens when you've been in a band together for 16 years. I felt like I was laughing and smiling a lot that afternoon. <laughs> All right, I feel like we're ready. Okay, which cup do you guys want? Um, I would um, like the space cup. Okay, cool. You know what, I'll fill yours first. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I was just, you're welcome. I wanna make sure there's enough for one. Okay, here you Thank go. You. Yeah, how oh, is yeah. it? Let's see. Like, let's see if you like my coffee. Well, the milk is delicious. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, uh, really good coffee. Yeah, I feel like it turned out good today. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can have one. All right, you can have one. Here you go. Check it out. Yeah, that's nice. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. On this, the very first episode of My Caffeine Withdrawal. When you perform live, what is going on with your monitoring? I don't wear like in ears or anything. Yeah, you I don't. Just get Lucky the, you. I, I, I mean, it's very I'm, smart. I'm sure of like in certain situations you'd have to, but I, I don't. I tried to do tracks once, or not tracks, but where it was like, 
a trigger i i just have to have you're playing on a grid or something yeah like where it would trigger certain things and do right and i i know it's just something you have to like practice and get good at but like i yeah i had i i do i mean i wasn't playing in rooms that required that anyway Mm, like uh it's been better for me to just feel it real what about when you're recording vocals do you leave both um, on or do you take one off off. yeah me too man yeah I don't know why I just feel because yeah you guys all do you just uh, th- there's a huge divide among okay. us. Uh, Kelsey loves his in ears. He loves his headphones. He loves being locked into his world. Yes. And Ryan and I hate it. Okay. Mm. Um, but we're like we have well, to I do it because it's to sing the harmonies and stuff. You just sing way better with in ears, but you can't feel like the audience and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's which like I guess- a trade off. Yeah, it's interesting though. Like you're kind of like you were saying, like in your own world though, a little bit, and like that's got to, like the way to, I don't know. It's just interesting, like their reasoning. What, well, um, they they play guitar and I play keyboards, and okay. normally my world is pretty. It doesn't change that much. Yeah. But their world, they're on amps, and they're just way more like have are subject to a different room and in a different like amp setting and a different there's always like yeah. stuff that's but even different like even talking about that it sounds like you're talking about like alternate realities in a way because it it kind of makes me sad that we're not all experiencing the same show like anymore at least as a band you know like everyone's yeah. inner mixes are different everyone's like kind of like living a different show living a different vibe and so that's one thing i guess i miss is when we were all on like wedges it was like everyone's hearing the room everyone's like kind of experiencing the same thing you know yeah but i guess as you grow you Mm -hmm. probably figure out what you need to do your best like like i said like i take one of these earphones off because i started to realize i would feel like i couldn't quite connect physically because i I feel like when i sing so much of it's like a physical thing not just what i'm hearing yeah Mm -hmm. so there was something about being like in another world that mm-hmm. makes like i have to physically yeah. i don't it's just but i think you probably start to realize what works for your body and brain yeah probably that's why well that there's... that those are the dumbest conversations you can have uh on when you're like talking like about like others people's relative like needs sonically because uh yeah i i'm not you yeah, I'm not in your I'm not in your like, head Taylor. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what you need and and like we'll switch packs and listen to people's mixes and and I'll be like, "Oh my god, you have your voice so loud, you're just uh, and like you just got to that's you just getting what you need." Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's kind of cool actually. You guys worked together for so long that now you do as a performer start to go like I even said, you know, just now like I start to realize, "Oh, what's going to make me like perform the best?" And you know, having both headphones on, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you start to like really fine tune what makes you like do your best performance. You yeah. Know? yeah. yeah. I, I think cool. live is different though than recording. When I record, I yeah. take an ear off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But cool. it's just different live. That physical yeah. con- thing that you were talking about and how yeah. it's, like singing is such a physical thing. You kind of, you almost really do have to connect to that with the in-ears and especially sometimes this will happen rare, but it's happened to me many times where we're playing and then my inner's cut out completely. <gasps> no. And there's no stage monitoring. So it's it's silent. You can hear like nothing, okay. very distant, but you still have to sing and play through. Yeah. And I've, you know, played, you know, half of a show yeah. in that way. And it's weird in that case, you have to only go off of mm-hmm. what it feels like. Yeah, physically. like muscle memory in your. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the, you know what the physicality is yeah. rather than kind of hearing it. 
Yeah. Well, I almost like you see old videos and maybe I'm completely off, but like you see like Elvis like way back in the day playing in a big room uh-huh. and there wasn't wedges on the ground. It was just him hearing his voice maybe through the PA or something. And like, I don't know, there's something almost like just monitoring just in the physical space that you're in instead mm-hmm. of like hearing it through like speakers or something. Like there's yeah. something kind of like cool about that even. Like I wonder if it makes you sing different. I, I don't know. I yeah. kind of long for those days. Just go, just go back. <laughs> just, just go, go back. back. Just I'm, get, just get just back to Elvis times. I'm going back. Going back to Elvis times. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just go to Dreamland. Yeah. You know? Just go yeah. back there. Yeah. So, um, when you guys first started performing together, you said you were performing just with like wedges. And how did you? I I'm interested in just like how your band formed. I don't know if you've talked about this before in interviews, but like how you met each other and yeah yeah totally yeah uh, it's a like, very were you sweet playing story in other bands before or so we were like young kids okay and i met i met ryan the first day of uh science class in seventh grade okay and um we met so you guys grew up together i mean you were kids together. we did yeah, yeah. Okay. and we immediately started playing guitar together and then we started a band like the next year okay and then we met kelsey like shortly after and our band was playing our first show at my dad's house okay and kelsey yeah. was so cool. the drummer in the band okay. um of a hardcore band of a hardcore band okay, yeah. cool. and he uh, uh do you remember the name of it yeah oh, no yeah. he can't remember actually <laughs> it was called through the heart Okay. But wasn't it an wasn't intense time? X yeah. Through the heart. X. Straight edge. I mean, no. And you were like 14 or something? No. Yeah. We yeah. were 14 years old. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah. So we've, and then, uh, so Kelsey sings and plays keys now, although he is an excellent drummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we, awesome. yeah, have been doing the band. The three of us are the songwriters, and we've been singing and writing songs together since we were, you know, 14. Okay. And we've just been doing it forever since then you and know? were you called local natives then or how did that no we had a, we had another name um in high school and then right when we kind of graduated college we were working on our first record and as we we're finishing it up finishing it we realized that it was this totally new thing and we had like really kind of become realized and we had found our drummer and our yeah. sound was really something so we kind of changed our name or really that's kind of when local native started yeah even though it was sort of the same band but in like 2008 okay and so then did you guys like all go to college together all in southern california kind of okay and Um, where did you go to high school because you guys all went to the same yeah we school or no different neighborhoods yeah they went to a public high school called tesoro like in the santa margarita area of orange county south orange county yeah cool and then i went to a private catholic high school like up the road okay you can tell like because how snobby i am yeah yeah i was trying to school you on the coffee yeah i guess that makes sense you're also very devout very catholic (laughs) snobby and yeah yeah all about the lord for this guy (laughs) yeah um (laughs) uh yeah so so i feel like it's a small circle of people who are like into music in that zone okay so i think through friends i met them pretty quickly right and and quickly realized like oh they're into you know at the drive-in too that's great and and then uh we started jamming and i think by senior year of high school 
uh, they asked me to play guitar with them. Yeah. So I was I was playing with them at that point. Well, I remember because I actually went to Kelsey's high school for one year uh-huh. before I realized how much I hated it. But in that time... <laughs> so you I, were Catholic too. No, so I was not. Oh, no. Very, <laughs> you just, I think devout. that's why yeah, I had, to, I had to get out. But, you guys uh, are a Catholic band. I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's on our Wikipedia. I think uh, Kelsey was like known just even in that time. Like he was like one of the best musicians like around everyone was you know it was like he can play he can play everything and like i mean he was really into this band glassjaw so he sounded (laughs) a lot like the guy in glassjaw at the time but uh you mean daryl palumbo yes i mean that guy why do we always get so deep in the weeds with our origin story (laughs) like we kind of sorry whatever baby i'm having a great time it's all the coffee yeah it's the coffee (laughs) doing do you know how fun it was to be 18 and like you eat whatever you want you do whatever I'm sorry. you want. I'm sorry. It's yeah. so great. How wonderful. No, let's glaze over. What, what, no. what do you want no, to talk No, I want to know, I'm, though, like, when you guys first got together and were, like, making music, were you usually, like, learning other people's songs and then performing them, or were you starting out, like, jamming, writing your own songs together? We were always writing our own songs okay, from cool. the beginning, yeah. Okay. And I think this one big influence early on for us, all the kind of 60s harmony bands we all latched onto in high school. Yeah. And that was, ended up being a big influence because all three of us sang and we were writing songs and we yeah. all wanted to sing and yeah. we figured out that we could just all sing at the same time oh, that's if awesome. we do these harmonies so and our band i think is is unique in just how collaborative and democratic we are yeah so each of us will bring specific songs to the table but they really go into like the local natives you know workshop together and it okay. really just it's not it's just incredibly collaborative and okay. each end song is like never would have gotten there without going through yeah. everybody basically. So sometimes you will write on your own and then bring to like a rehearsal or, or each song kind of starts with one of us, you know, okay, like yeah. we're bringing something yeah. that's a seed and a soul of a song okay. from one of us. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys ever seen um, Sing Street? Sing Street? Yeah. Uh-uh. Wait, oh my wait, God, you have movie to watch about this. The Just because, Irish? Kid? Yeah, kid who starts yes. a, and he starts a band with his friends in high school. Like while you're talking about this, it just like I am having all these. Just like, imagining us to in Ireland. Movie. Yeah. It's just like so fun. I'm sure you'll find it inspiring, or you will. Um, nice. Or relate to it i i mean i'm not assuming that that's that was your like uh i know i know there's very similar i know there's this movie called sing and it's like this cartoon pig and like a bunch of cartoons and so i was like why is she talking (laughs) about that movie this is like kids have you seen the cartoon pig that sings like this is really making me (laughs) yeah you you remind me of a cartoon pig kelsey We did. Uh, so I don't know that movie, but I imagine something like this happened. When we made that first record, we all moved in together. Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. So we Wait, were, but you were kids, right? Well, or? then in college, so like I went to UCLA, he went to Pepperdine. Okay. He was at a few different schools, but all in okay. Southern California. Okay. So, and, but we would get together three times a week and the band was still going strong. But right okay. after that, we moved into a house together and we, and we made this record. And that was this really pivotal time for us. The first record is named Gorilla Manor after that, which was like the nickname for the house that we had. And it was this really special time of just us all, you know, being this band and everybody's all in, you know? And it's like, this is what we're doing now. School is done and we want to be in a band. And it was was definitely pretty amazing. Yeah. Was there ever any time 
where you were thinking of something else to do or like each of you I guess like was there a time when you were like oh my god I actually though really do like like uh was there ever like a shift or was it like from high school on you guys were like we're musicians for life like we're banging I know Kelsey would or... either be a musician or dead on the street that was supposed to be a compliment uh <laughs> didn't come off that way I'm huh so, I have so many other talents <laughs> that's true what that's true hell? but the drive inside you you could do so many other oh, things man. successfully but I'm, I feel like you would never live with yourself. I'll take that mantle, Kels. You can, yeah. you can have. Uh, he could also do a bunch of other things. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Whereas I Thank feel you. like I, I've been much more, <laughs> much more gung ho about just to, doing music. To answer your question, yes. Uh, <laughs> we we were actually really lucky that at a very young age, everyone was like, "Oh, that's our dream," and and yeah. we really want to do it. And even even though like finishing college or whatever, and yeah. uh, like. After that, everyone still was like, "I re- we really want to pursue it." Yeah, and so yeah, with 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 the four of us, and then and then Matt and 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 our bass player that we had at the time, that we, we were all like very focused on like we want to yeah do this like really seriously. Yeah, and, and I think that it's got to be like impossible to not at least have that level of commitment because it's already so hard to no. I think some yeah. people just like well, fall into it on accident. Very yeah, luckily, yeah. And then I'm out, but I would never, I'm but always then like, they don't Whoa. survive. Well, I or think maybe, the hard part in my view would be like, cause I've mostly just been, it's like my project. Like I'm like, even if I'm working with different guitar players or whatever, like it's like, well, I'm kind of like the boss. Or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> what yeah, would yeah. I say goes? Yeah. And I, you don't been, have to answer to I, Ryan or Kelsey. Right. So like, I would think it would like, if some of you had, even if it's just like, slightly different dream for like where this was gonna go or but like the the it's amazing i guess since you grew up together that you'd sort of cultivated this dream together and like so the vision of it would sort of be pretty well it's like it's a very long like slow process i think like if anything like that kind of is a testament to how committed we all were because it was like we moved in together and then we like self-booked tours like yeah just by hitting up random bars on myspace i okay. think at the time being like can we play like, myspace yeah like yes. i mean and, <laughs> and it was like some of the shows were literally like us grabbing like two people off the street to come in and watch us play like it was yeah. just and we we did that for like weeks on end we like played tons of shows around like our neighborhood yeah. and like practiced like crazy i mean kelsey yeah. was like flying down from san francisco at the time yeah. it was just like literally like why were you in san i went francisco? i went to uh, my first year of college was actually at san francisco state oh okay yeah and my dad uh was a pilot for american airlines oh, so cool. i got to fly standby to come oh, okay. back and forth so i'd fly back and forth like twice a month okay and after a year of doing that i was like i can't do this right, anymore yeah. so instead of choosing so school over them <laughs> i yeah I, I left i left san francisco state and just came down here and did like junior college and stuff yeah. and, and was local but yeah. i feel like during that time and you know like the hours on end of being in the van and living together it's like mm-hmm. you you it's like this weird uh we kind of became like one person in a way it's like mm-hmm. this really homogenous like we start to realize maybe like what we're shooting for what the sound is like the look the I don't know, just like the the culture, I guess, of the band kind of gets formed, you know? Yeah. And I think like that is only natural when you spend that much time with each other. Yeah. You know? When you were first um, touring together, were you, was it just you guys like drive, like taking turns driving and stuff or did you have people helping you or you, how no, did that No, you'd have go? a 
Yeah, definitely just us. Three just, hours. And then yeah. you have a three hour minimum. You can drive longer if okay. you want, but there was like a scheduled rotation. Okay. So the people got breaks. So you would get yeah. a break. So yeah. it's actually because there are five people. So you're only driving a fifth of the time. Okay. But if you got the shift, like driving the mountains at night when it was raining That's and you're so white knuckling it through. Yeah. Remember Hell's, uh, what was it, Devil's Canyon? Yeah, in Montana. Were you yeah, driving? That? I was driving. Oh. Yeah. We were trying to listen to a comedy, like a stand-up comedy album, and, uh-huh. and it was uh, raining and lightning, and we were on this like- Well, because a this... fire had blocked the main highway, so we were like driving through this dangerous- Oh, and it was like, go through Hell's Canyon instead. <laughs> we are like, okay. <laughs> anyway, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, so when you were first like booking these shows- shows yourself were many people coming to them or was it because it absolutely not like, no. okay okay for yeah. a long time so but before no. and you were already touring before you'd put out an album or just kind of like yeah we played shows, hundreds getting, of shows okay. before we put out our first record okay cool was there ever like a moment or a show where you where there were like a lot more people and you felt like you were gaining yeah momentum? even early on like in high school in a, and throughout oh, yeah. especially locally we would yeah. like sell out a 700 cap room yeah. you know in our hometown yeah so it wasn't like we had no encouragement right like throughout. your family and your friends and like yes. fans yeah. from your high schools or college were yeah. like championing absolutely you and like we're fans in yeah yeah that's awesome yeah totally and then i think like that time it is fun to talk about because it was such this encapsulation for us really forging into this band that we yeah and we're just a family you yeah. know we're so like close and tied to each other but after we made that first record, we did get really serious and like a little smarter and yeah. we were emailing, you know, these new songs to blogs and we were starting to pick up some national traction that way. Yeah. And that led us to South by Southwest and it sort of like really took off at South by for okay. us. And it kind of went all these promoters all over the world and playing on the radio in London and we we got our first like kind of legitimate national and international attention through that after south by yeah and then so now this this newest album you put out is that your fourth mm-hmm. yeah. fourth yes nice I've, yeah i <laughs> no, i've been hearing it on spectrum that song oh, um cool. I, when am i gonna lose you yeah, i really nice. like it nice. i Thank like you. it so much yeah <laughs> congratulations i i'm always curious about like the downtimes like was there a time when you guys like crashed like like you put out the album and I'm sure there was like momentum and like where to go next. And you said there was like radio play in London. And I guess like I'm curious, like, was there a point when I know it's always like every day is a little different. And like you probably had like some venues where there was nobody. And then the next night, lots of people and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But was there a moment where, you know, you felt like really let down, I guess, after, you know, like like when the momentum stopped. Right. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's not to like bring it to like no, a negative place, but no. it's, after, it's actually something we talk about a lot. There's bound to be, you know. Like, I think each album, like, so that first album were these kids living in this house together with this like dream, and no matter how insane it is, no matter how many yeah. rooms that nobody are in that we play to, we're like, we're going to do it and we believe in it. Yeah. And then we rode this like really, you know, crazy wave to yeah. playing all over the world and selling yeah. out tours all over the world and stuff. And so after that first album, now, you know, you have this thing of like making another record and there's expectations. And so for albums two, three, and four, each time is this like existential check-in that we all have with ourselves. And it's something that we have 
had a lot of low moments and low times at each record, Mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. And for us, the thing that we kind of keep coming back to as this family and we're together is like one thing we realized going on tour, especially with huge, huge bands, like massive kind of bands that we'd be opening up for. One thing we realized is that no matter what level you're at, that anxiety and thing is always there. The people selling out the arenas or like playing the arena tour but the arena's not sold out. They're stressed about that. Yeah. And we try to have this outlook of gratitude. Yeah. And to be really grateful. And so whether or not there were like less tickets sold in this city than the last time we were here, that can be really disappointing or we didn't get, you know, as much press on this release or there are just so many things that make you kind of go, oh God, you know, like what's happening with our career but we have just so much to be grateful for that we have a career and that we have fans like at the end of the day there are these fans of our music that allow us to kind of live this dream and that's the thing that we always try to remind each other of keep in all those low moments yeah Yeah. we're we're getting better at that yeah i think you know it's a process yeah i think like it's taken a while to like feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with like that statement you know i don't think it ever arrives like i think that struggle will always be there that lesson is is interesting that like you you have these goals and then you can achieve these goals and you think that they're going to bring you happiness or you think they're going to like oh if i can just get this thing something in you yeah and it and it doesn't ever yeah and and that's a that's a weird thing to learn you acclimate like immediately right i can definitely relate to that and i feel like a lot of artists like I mean, a lo- most of my best friends are musicians and stuff, and it's always like, oh, when I get to this thing, yeah. then mm-hmm. I'm going to be like set. If I could just get there, then like, so I won't you be felt in like, that, survival. Or has there been something that in your, you know, um, career and journey and path that you kind of relate to that? Yeah. I mean, I feel like in the last couple of years, I've realized that I've kind of come to this realization of like, oh, this is the, this is the thing. Like, it's not like I'm going to get some huge thing and it's going to... I mean, it might change for a moment. Like, it might change my, you know, like if I get another big TV show or something, it'll change for a while, but still like me that makes me feel like fulfilled and happy each day and like, you know, um, creatively inspired and like that's sort of like an ongoing process and Mm -hmm. like there's never going to be like a job that's so big that like... That you're emotionally set. That for I'm life. emotionally yeah. set. Yeah. Like there's gonna, gonna be, gonna be that I'm gonna. That's yeah. gonna make me feel like, yeah. T- that's gonna make me feel. It's funny because I think there's full. this like human desire for security. Yeah. And then we might think that it has to do with you know finances or yeah. it has to do with relevancy yeah. or like streaming or follower numbers or whatever. Yeah, we yeah. pin it to these things, and it's just those things don't give you continual. Like at yeah. any level, they and don't also, give you emotional security. Once you get something, now the bar is higher. So like what makes mm-hmm. you happy is, you know, not as like nothing is as good mm-hmm. now. Like if you... Third wave coffee. Yeah, now... We have to have <laughs> the finest now I coffee. I can't just drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee. You I know? have to have mm-hmm. like, you know... My- I actually look at that because we are co- such coffee snobs. And yeah. I literally look at that as this like lesson in me where I'll be like, if I don't have access to third wave, super nice coffee, it's this moment where you're like, I need my nice coffee. And you're like, no, Dunkin' Donuts is delicious coffee. And I kind of, 
I feel like use it as a practice sometimes to drink like, you know, just regular coffee. We, okay. we don't we don't have it's to delicious. call it delicious. We don't have to call it delicious. But I think it we, is. We can we can just we can just say it, it'll do for now. I appreciate this coffee. coffee. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Anything, doing its job. Yeah. Taking yeah, yeah, yeah. Having yeah. gratitude. Let's for Let's not it. go insane. Okay. <laughs> Still Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Your point did not land with Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey's yeah. Yeah. Too locked. But in. I think it's also like a matter of like realizing how much is out of your control as well. Yeah. And, and not to sound like, you know, old dudes about it, but I do think like the way we went about it of like feeling like, you know, we had to pay our dues and tour super hard and, and for yeah. years just work on Which our stuff. Which you don't have to do. Well, I mean, necessary. in a way you do to it probably I think, got appreciate you. Yeah. like, you know, otherwise if it just comes to you super easy, quick, like you're yeah. more willing to, when it gets difficult to just be like, yeah, forget it. Like I can do something else or like, yeah. you know, I'm, I can't right. be bothered. But I do think like because of the way we've gone about it, we've pushed through any of those kind of harder times and, and kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, you can uh, rage against all the things that are maybe not going the way you want, right. but you kind of come back to like, okay, what are the things that we can control? It's like, all we can do is like work on our relationships with each other and make yeah. music that we are excited about. And, you know, if at the end of the day, that doesn't really like register like with other people, like that's, yeah. that's their thing. But like, I think that's kind of been a good uh, lesson that we've slowly, you know, learned over years of just coming back to like, what are the what's the most important thing it's it's making music together and and kind of our uh relationships with each other yeah i think that's awesome <laughs> we're mean, just I we're just like dropping you, life lessons yeah, thank you. uh yes because you are the boss of this <laughs> <The> like <boss. laughs> what is that like um, um to do, do you have partners you know people that keep you grounded people that yeah. you are in it with like how does that work for um you? well i think for music okay so like for acting I'm more like the hired gun you know like I fit into someone else's bigger creative vision right. and like of course I'm like doing my best to create this character but ultimately like if they want me to wear the hat the threat you know I'm it's yeah. their movie you gotta know wear the hat. so yeah. you gotta watch so so like have you ever me, can I just push yeah. pause and then I want you to keep going okay. <laughs> have you ever been like no you know, um, no, th this character. <laughs> no, no yeah, I'm serious. Like, I have you done that where you've like kind of? Because I, I hear I have, what you're but saying. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it is a collaboration. I mean, ultimately, yeah. like, if you guys hire an extra drummer or you know whatever vocalist that you need for this specific song or whatever, like, they might be like, I just sing it better this way, or I just yeah. play, you know, like, and you might. Oh, but be I want to know if you've like gotten like into a crazy situation <laughs> with the director. I, you know, I don't think I've ever gotten into like a crazy situation because I just don't know if that's like my nature when it comes to like uh, I guess specifically costumes and stuff yeah there's but no I hat have, that's horrible enough yeah won't I mean wear. when it comes to other uh -huh. things maybe there's like no actually I won't do that you know right but um I I do feel like yeah I've gotten into discussions where it's been like I really will feel better if I have a thing with shoes with mm. characters so mm -hmm. like they have to have the right shoes because I just feel like it affects like how they stand and like every how they walk mm. move um so I have gotten into that before so you'll put your foot people, down <laughs> yeah which is funny because you don't even nice. see the shoes a lot of times on tv but
I don't. So, so I, love I that. will, that, that's I will stand up for like if something specific. Okay. But usually people are open to it because ultimately they're like, oh, we want you to feel like that character right. and like, right, right. You know, um, well, the, seeing I'm, that kind of investment in like, and yeah. that you're thinking about that, I'm sure a director is like, oh, that's. I'm sorry awesome. that right. I was just and fishing. I'm not for... someone who's like, what the fuck? I will not wear those shoes. <laughs> right. No, I'm, I'm not. Like, that's what I was hoping for. Like slamming gotcha. doors. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Continue. You know? So that's um, with acting, and then. So so what I think for me though, you know, ultimately like I said uh, someone has to like pick you you audition and all that and I think for me music I've always loved writing I've always loved you know writing poems and all this kind of stuff and it was fun for me when I first started out being able to just like be like I want to do a show on Friday at Rockwood and these are the songs I'm going to play and it was my little project where Mm. someone wasn't like picking me I could pick myself Mm -hmm. I guess you know but I I have had so many great friends that also have encouraged me in my music and like one of my first bands was with this guy Simon I mean you know like my first uh EP I recorded because a really good bassist friend of mine his name's Conrad was like you should record your songs because I used to sing backup for bands a lot like Mm. on just in New York City and just because anyway, you loved singing. I loved singing. And okay. like, well, first I wanted to be like a pop singer, like when I was a little kid. Okay. And then I found my way to like theater. And Why acting. did you want to be a pop? Who was it? I mean, I loved the Carpenters and I loved Mariah Carey. And yeah. I loved, mm. I mean, I, I loved music like my, <laughs> now this podcast is becoming like, we want to know about you. What did you guys listen to? No, um, Wait, we're, we're allowed to ask no, this you is questions, like, yeah, right? You guys can ask, it's a conversation. Yeah. But yeah, I have, I guess to go back to the band thing, I have had a band. I had a side project um, a couple or this last year. And I did find it difficult because I, music had been such a thing where it was like my expression. And then I would be in writing sessions and I'd be like, oh, that's not really what I want to do, but I don't want to say no because it's like we're a band. So mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. both of our ideas. Yeah. And so it, it was an adjustment for me, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, knowing um, how to how to navigate that where yeah. like you, you, you're not you're not trying to kill the session or something, yeah. but you're just like, oh, I'm not really like yeah. into that, but what if you can, we can tweak we it can, or like yeah. that bedside manner, that's kind of like hard, a hard thing to learn. Yeah, well also I think I do feel like I like that and I like being a part of a band and like because I've been on sets and been on where it's collaborative. It's a band, you know, but it was like, oh, for me, the satisfying part of doing music a little bit was like getting to have my own way a little bit, you know, mm, yeah, which I'm not, sure. you know, um, do you guys have like your own creative projects for kind of that reason to like fulfill or not really? I think everyone kind of does uh, d- different stuff here or there. Uh, I-, I put out a solo uh, record, oh, like did. a solo side project thing. Yeah, yeah it was a huge betrayal. Yeah, you guys <laughs> hate him for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Solo record? Did you put that out? No? Me? No? Nope. I'm the only one who's put out a solo record. No, we're so, very we're so very supportive and, I, and happy I tell these guys that they should do something too. I think no, I'm too committed to the band. Okay. <laughs> well, sometimes just having your own little project or not little, pro- I don't want to say little, but like anything in like just having something that you're like, do you guys have like your own like hobbies or your own things that you do that are just for you like, yeah. to get away from the band? Totally. No, just to clarify, okay. I'm super so- <laughs> pumped uh, on, on Kelsey's and, I, and I'm sure that Ryan and I will like release other music yeah. and, and solo yeah. music. It's just um, Kelsey actually is, pro- is the most prolific 
songwriter yeah. out of the three of us like he just okay. has has tons of them yeah tons of them around all the time oh that's awesome which is a great <laughs> gift uh yeah. and so i think you know we've just been so band focused that might be the reason why he's like been the first one to put it out but absolutely and we're, we've all really talked a lot about that and yeah encouraged like you should have you know a, another outlet uh yeah. creatively yeah for sure so that's very open when did you put us. out your your album uh, in 2017, okay. so like fall 2017, yeah. Cool. And I just kind of did uh, some some like a little West Coast tour or an East Coast tour, like yeah. in between us. Um, we were writing Violet Street. Okay. Yeah, it, it was a thing that I just kind of uh, did in little bits and pieces here yeah. or there, and in, in little breaks. And it it was yeah, it was really really fun, and uh, just just to have some sort of outlet for a different like kind of vibe of music felt really really great yeah and uh guys i had so much fun you have to do it <laughs> yeah you have to do it it is amazing not to have to ask you guys about stuff really it's, yeah it's yeah. really nice totally i love what we do i love asking you about our stuff uh-huh. but it, it was interesting i, I learned so much because like so so there's it's like a double-edged sword because i got to be my own boss and that yeah. felt really amazing um, but like, it's like you win alone and you fail alone. I agree. Yeah. So like little like yeah. triumphs, I'm like, oh, sweet. I couldn't really celebrate with anybody. And then like when things weren't really going well, I couldn't like really lean on anybody. And it, it was, it was pretty amazing. Like I got to get a new perspective on yeah. the band I already was in and, and was like, oh shit. Like these are things that I've, I've taken for granted in a way where, cause I, I never realized like how much I, I, I lean on these guys for support yeah. and, and and that that is what really makes it us like able to do I think what we do to yeah. like ride the, the the waves of like whatever is going well or not like it, yeah. it really helps to have a support group like yeah like this. it's so good to have someone to celebrate with that like when you yeah. said that I was like oh my god that's so right because I don't I mean yeah celebrate and be sad with or yeah. like just like have a, a family well no mm, no one yeah. knows what it's Community. like to work really hard on something and then and either one not get it or get it and yeah. then like you know like because other people from the outside are like oh my god it must be so great all the time 24 7 yeah and 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 we know it so intimately that like yeah there is a fulfilling thing in that where like when there's a win like we really really feel it and then a loss like we're we can help each other get help through it other. yeah because no one's gonna sure. get it like like w we will get it yeah yeah we we know this band such a granular level like we know every little like tiny bit and it's it's in it's intense to know something that well it's yeah. intense to know people that well we know each other's yeah. buttons pretty we, well we know, yeah we Which know not to push i mean how many years <laughs> would it be i was like i was trying to think if there's anybody like creatively i've worked with but usually for that long i mean that's a long time uh right, this be, year yeah. it'll be 16 years the four of I us mean, that's the three of us and then so long I yeah mean, <laughs> Yeah, Amazing. it's wild. Yeah, love you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Eye contact. Can we pause, pause yeah. for hugs. So you guys are married. Are you all married? Uh huh. Uh, we, nope. We two are Nick. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. Not all married. I was just yeah. curious, like what? Um, you're... Kelsey and I are married, and Ryan is unmarried. Okay. 
Okay. Not, yeah. not to each as, other. Just, just, was, they're both married. <laughs> you got. It's impossible yeah, to have this like, conversation. How do you explain? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't asking for like. I'm not trying to like set. I, or maybe maybe I could set you up. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I'm. I'm he's good. taken. Was, he's yeah, taken. I was curious, like with all the. Now you said the first year you were intensely touring. Do you feel like the schedule has shifted now that you're older and that you, or you know that you have a it, family and you have. So I just had, uh, well, my, my wife had a baby. My yes. wife and I had a baby together. Oh my God, congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, two months ago. Uh-huh. And so that's a really new experience. I think we, Local Natives, has been so dedicated to touring, yes. touring, touring, touring. And that's, like our live show is this thing that we really love. We love playing live. We do love travel. Yeah. Um, there's elements about touring that are difficult, but it's just been kind of the bedrock of our career, really. Yeah. And um, so a couple of things are changing now. One is that uh, starting families. And I think, you know, I might be the first, but I'm not going to be the last. Let's go. You know, anytime he's nudging, I've, I've, waiting. Been, I've been married the longest. And so I, uh, he, he's always looking at me like, what, what's up? And Where's I have that the horrible disease uh, that happens to people who have children. Oh, who it like, sounded so serious at first. A hor- the like, horrible, <laughs> horrible disease that happens to children, to people who have children what who happens? they want everyone to have he's, children. He just keeps telling everyone oh, to have kids. Oh, once, yeah. once like, so now that it's you've had affliction. a baby. Yes, I'm like, you should everyone do Everyone should have. Yeah. Which is crazy. And like, I'm aware it's crazy, but I, yeah. can't, I, can't, I see that it's happening and I still like, it's so strong yeah. that yeah. I can't help it. Do you think that having a baby is shifting you like, like creatively at all like in your music or I'm, in yeah, a different way or for sure you, yeah i'm excited to see how but it's yeah it's like a really great it just opens up all this new yeah, space new to inside about, you I guess. yeah like new motions and, yeah a yeah. whole kind of consciousness shift i think is happening basically yeah. but so anyways all that to say like we do want to tour less than the very insane amount that we have toured yeah. for most of our career. Yeah, we found out like what the maximum amount of touring what's, we can do what's is. The max? Like we hit that limit one well, year. We were the most. We had toured the most of any band in the world, which is measured by Songkick, who's like still they track okay. all the shows. Yeah, and it ranked them all, and we we were the number one. We had done the most traveling and the most shows in a year of like How any many track shows? band. Like, oh. It was like over two hundred. Yeah. It was oh my something God, that is crazy. A lot. And it was like five times around the globe and halfway to the moon and back. And we were like, we thought everybody was doing this. I know we're like, <laughs> You're like oh, we don't be. have to actually yeah. be doing this. This yeah. can't be normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we were exhausted and it was really nice seeing that because yeah. then it was like a validation like, oh, okay, cool. We don't need to do that. Right. That was like, years ago. Oh, that's ago. why I'm so tired and just yeah. want to be yeah. in yeah. one place. And we also, you know, it's like hard to be creative when you're like physically so completely exhausted like and yeah. we realized like oh if we want to put out m- music at a faster clip we got to like come home and yeah. like somehow reset and stuff and yeah. yeah so now are you you're at home for a while or are you guys on the road yeah we just have one big tour coming up it's about a month and it's a co-headline tour with okay. Foles, who's a uk okay, band cool. yeah and we've never done a co-headline tour so it's fun it was kind of our idea we were like let's not just do our own tour again and yeah we kind of put together this little list of artists that it might work with and they were down so it's going to be super fun yeah so now when you're in la or when you're in california do you have kind of like a routine or a schedule of like 
working on the next batch of music or does you just rest? I'm kind of impressed with us. Uh, if we could toot our own horn for a second, we already yeah. have recorded four new songs since we've been back. Oh wow! Yeah, and you yeah. just put out your album last year. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. So. Well, we you know we had some songs left over and songs that we'd never really gotten to, and, yeah. and I think the idea was instead of waiting until we could like have like a full you know 15 song batch of of things to like work on it was like let's just record these while we've got them while we have time and yeah and i don't know it felt really good to not be under the the gun to like you know making an album is crazy stressful and like just so intense and this was kind of nice to be like all right this is four songs let's just focus on them and uh, we haven't figured out how or when we're releasing them, but we're super psyched on them and at this point now do you guys have certain producers you like work with pretty regularly or do you just do it yourselves or we've always worked with different producers really okay. actually and the last album we worked with sean everett mm-hmm. who has this studio downtown and it was the most amazing experience ever it was just so so fun just we were in a really great zone with him. yeah so we definitely love to work with him again but it is i think what ryan was just talking about there, there are less rules for bands and we just don't have to follow it, I think. So this year we're going to reach out and work with a bunch of producers that cool. we've always been interested in. There's yeah. always this list, every album of like, yeah. who do we want to work with? And we choose, you know, figure out schedules and who wants to work together and all that. And then we choose one and you yeah. like work with them for eight months. Yeah. But this year we're excited to, you know, contact a bunch and then yeah. do a bunch of different sessions with different producers. And do you guys, um, I'm just curious, I- do you guys have a manager or do you manage yourselves? We do have a manager. You do? Okay. Yeah. I, I was just interested because we've been doing a bunch of these podcasts and like actually like quite a few artists were like, uh, I don't have a manager right now or like, really? I don't. Yeah. And they're managing themselves. Like even ones that like you would think like they're so busy. How do they have? I mean, wow. they have some kind of team helping them. Right. But like not us designated. It's like, well, oh. Well, I think the music industry like is... You know, like the way people listen to music and the business side and all that. It's just shifting so crazy. Yeah. Where it's like, what does the label do and what do managers do and what do all these, you know, teams like it's just moving, I think, pretty quick. Yeah. Have you guys had that same manager for quite a while? Yeah. He's like a a dad. Sweet, sweet. Okay. To us. And we're just so he's just such an amazing character. He's kind of this like old school music guy who's been like in the business for a long time he used to mm-hmm. run radio at major labels okay he's worked with radiohead their whole career and like any massive artist he would have this story about like in the 80s or 90s doing <laughs> yeah. them at radio or something <laughs> but he's just such a sweet guy yeah and he gave all that up and wanted to be a manager and we have a very like family vibe so it's phil costello oh, cool. and we love him very much yeah it's just curious. Yeah. How yeah. long? Have what you... about yourself? Do you have a manager? Um, I do have a manager. Yeah. Is it Phil? just from? Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah, it? Uh, I, is it Phil? I, Tell I, us. Is he, is he bald? Is he really <laughs> tall? My manager's <laughs> name is Gina. She's very sweet. She's nice. awesome. Um, but yeah, I've gone through different ones. And, and is had... Gina just for music, or is Gina's it across your music, career? Okay. Actually, yeah. Cool. For acting, I don't have a manager, but I have. It's just a different business. Like yeah. it, as much as you just as have like, an agent. I just have um, an agent, but I have like a couple agents. But okay. the the agents that I have are almost like managers. Like I've been mm-hmm. with them for, I mean, over ten years. Oh wow, it's amazing! Like so, they've and they've given me advice like a manager would. You know, like right. ooh, like 
don't take do, do that, Ooh, do that, yeah do, you know. ditch that hat <laughs> yeah ditch that hat yeah. these <laughs> shoes well, they've just, don't like, work at all they're for me in this yeah. like really amazing way like a manager would be you know yeah. i feel like with acting too yeah it's just a different it is kind of a different business not mm-hmm. that you don't need a manager but uh you don't always need one yes yeah. Which is funny because in music, there's like a very standard team. Maybe it's changing a little bit. But with writers or actors, it seems a little different. Like some writers also maybe will just have an agent or they might have a manager. They might not. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's about who is. Yeah. You have some some kind of point person that is helping you. Maybe their role is more specifically as an agent, but they're still going to like give you some guidance like a manager would or, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So... Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. But I like my music manager. And Great. I've gone nice. through various different ones. And yeah. yeah we learned that lesson uh, when we were very young. We had some horrible managers yeah. uh, early on. Some some weird experiences. Yeah. And so we actually had learned this lesson, which was like right when we made that record, Gorilla Manor, and we like had all moved in together. And we we're like, okay, no more like relying on somebody yeah. in the industry to help us figure out what to do. And like the next move, it yeah. has to come from us. Yeah. And it's a lesson that I think, even though now we have a team that we really love, you do have to kind of keep coming back to it. Because yeah. it's like... Now, people can help you, but kind of at the end of the day, you really have to drive your own. No, I agree. I think that's something I have had to learn is like, I think I like to, as coming from more the acting world, I want to like do the right thing and get the part and like do all the things. And then with music, I've realized like, oh, it's what I like. I have to have like a vision. And then if there's a manager that lines up with that and wants to help me with that, then that's what's going to work rather than it being like, what do I need to do to get the manager to like me you. and like me yeah. and yeah. like feel like I'm going to be profitable in some way. And, right. you know, like I felt like I needed to more like fit, like audition, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think can fall into that a little bit. Like what works better, though, is it's you like you have You're to know boss. what kind of shows you want to do. You have to know, what, you know, your music, yeah. what you want it to sound like and or explore that. Or, yeah, that was cool. I just have like, one more question, I think. Okay. Cool. All right. If you guys could have coffee anywhere with anyone. Oh, wow. I guess all three of you. Yeah, together. <laughs> if mm. all three. So you'll have to make a decision all three together. Oh, wow. Which you're good oh, at boy. by now. Yeah, let's but usually it. it's yeah, off off mic, off camera. Dead, no, let's do it. Shouting let's do it live. Oh, dead or yeah. alive? Anything you want. Yeah, it could be dead or alive. It could be in any country at a specific I'm gonna put coffee forward, shop. Uh, it could be John something Lennon. simple. Whatever you want. Well, and I'm putting it forward to these I guys. I see like your John Lennon and I raise you a David Bowie. Okay. I oh. knew that you'd Bowie. I was going to say uh, Damon Albarn. Ooh. Yours, so is, yours is more feasible. Yeah. yeah. At, a, at, a, at a cool coffee shop in Dublin. How about oh, that? Oh, Can we cool. go somewhere tropical? At a cool coffee shop. You know, in- I think it would be smart <laughs> for you as the in, uh, interviewer to give us all our own coffee date. Okay, you can all Otherwise, have your own coffee date. Otherwise, this question is going to go I was much like, we longer. We go to Dublin and then we go to someplace <laughs> tropical. <laughs> where are you going with okay, Bowie? Okay, where are you going? Oh my God. Uh, let's go to. Let's go to the beach somewhere. Let's go to. I don't know. Go to Hawaii and have coffee with Bowie on the beach. That is the most Ryan thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Do you so want a amazing. coffee shop? 
or, or do I want a coffee shop? No, no, no. I, I, do not I, like personally, but like you, yeah, in the answer. Yeah, if like, you know the specifics, like no, what kind I, of coffee I just found anything. like an espresso machine in the sand okay. on the beach, <laughs> and Bowie was oh, walking by. Oh, you know by. who it should oh be? Yeah. It should be Paul Rudd running uh, a stand on the beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so All right. we're, so okay. we're picking celebrity baristas. It's, it's Paul, there's no rules. If you want, there's no rules here. It's, it's Paul just Rudd's whatever. Coffee, mach- coffee shack <laughs> on the beach. Yeah. That's, I want, that's I want, me. I want him to call Pukey. you P.O.P. P.O.P. Oh, man. Kels? Deep reference. Okay, okay, okay. I want, I want to have... Not even going to say what it even, is. Yeah, yeah. I want to have coffee... With uh, Damon Alburn in, uh, yeah, somewhere in Dublin. That sounds awesome. Dublin. Yeah. Okay, cool. With, with my realize, wife. We're on vacation. Yeah, you were such a Dublin there. guy. That's crazy. I love Dublin. I had no idea. We all love Dublin. No? Yeah, yeah. We I've love never Dublin. Been I guess. Into Dublin. I didn't know. Oh, I'd love to I didn't come. Know. I was just trying to think of a cool place Great. that I would like to hang out with, with Damon. Yeah. You know? Dublin's amazing. We, we had a Dublin. really good show there last time, a couple weeks ago. We always, oh, wow. well, yeah, but yeah, but this it's last so fun. One was really yeah, good. the show was good, but we always have the best time there. Oh, nice. I like that. Um, I'm just gonna be in LA. We're okay. just gonna go. What's my favorite coffee shop right now here? I like. This is none incredible. of them are good enough. I, you know what I'm? Fi- <laughs> like I'm feeling very nervous. Favorite. It's like <laughs> it's not me. It's like I'm feeling nervous to show. John Lennon, the coffee shop oh, is just okay. what happened. I was like, I don't know if this one's good enough for him. I'm just gonna say Civil Highland Park. No, no. Civil's no. nice. See, I know. No. See, no. Civil's take him Civil's somewhere. See, I don't like the milk they have there. So. Oh, you are, you don't know milk. <laughs> okay, I don't care where it is. Uh, I'm just Lennon gonna go to Civil. wants some somewhere low key. Like what's like a That's true. like yeah, a I was gonna say whenever I you. go to Civil Coffee and uh-huh. like meet with a friend to like catch up. Yeah. And then like people keep walking in and it's like, it's oh, my God, oh my god, hi. Oh my god, hi. You know, yeah. like everyone walks in there. Right. You don't want to be interrupted. Yeah. When you're on your coffee date. Uh, I like mean this. with John Lennon. No, yeah. right. Okay. You, like- <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna we're just gonna be at my house then. Okay. Because I have my my machine. Yeah, you so have, I don't have to go to a coffee shop. Coffee shop. I've been thinking about John Lennon because of his son, because I just had a son, and we oh. keep singing. It's it's obviously a little bit sad the sentiment, but it's he's just been in my mind a lot because mm-hmm. he has, um, you know, beautiful boy. You know that song. Yeah. Yeah, and he sings it about his son to his son. Yeah. Just been thinking about that. How old is your baby? Two months. Oh my god, so little. A fresh yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my god, that's Elio. so amazing. Yeah, not that little. He's a. Uh, he just went to the doctor today. <laughs> oh, is he overweight? For, is overweight is not the word overweight. we use. I, sorry, I don't know what the correct. <laughs> no, you can use. Not that eating matters. I mean, no. be who, who, it doesn't matter. Well, you know what's so funny as a new parent is like you'll find anything, like any outrageous thing to be proud of. Yeah. So like I was laughing. With my wife, I'm like, we're really proud about how giant and chubby he is. Yeah. Like, look at him. He's so chubby. You know, and it's like yeah. a hilarious thing to be proud of. But he's over the 95th percentile of, of weight. Yeah. For, of size? Um, for two-month-old babies, yeah. Wow. He's, he's a big boy. It's pretty cute. Yeah. He's real cute. Michelin man. Michelin man baby style. Do they nice. sell diet baby formula? <laughs> Do you think you sell diet Gerber food? No, you don't put a baby on a diet. No, that what do you baby think no, looks baby, good in this joke? It's, <laughs> it's fine to think that he's cute. It just, oh, boy. Just, you know, no, he's going to be a little dude, fat. It's good. No, dude, it's good for now. I want you to dig this grave for yourself. No, I think I think we need to end, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. yeah, this is the end. Uh, yeah. But thank you. Saved by the bell. Thank you for the- <laughs> Saved yeah. by the bell. Thank you for being here and talking about you know your 
journey. Thanks for having Thank me. you for the coffee. coffee with me. Yeah. yeah. No worries. I'm it's a pleasure. I'm so happy to meet you. Yeah. You too. And now, When Am I Gonna Lose You by Local Natives. Tumbling down like an archangel choir And the ocean was all we could see And I knew that I wanted you I remember you closing the shutters And laying down by my side And the light that was still slipping through It was painting your body in stripes I remember the trees tumbling down like an archangel choir And the ocean was all we could see And I knew that I wanted you
Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to check out Local Natives wherever you get your music. Their latest album is called Violet Street, and we'll have a playlist going of some of my favorite songs from these episodes on Spotify. Also, be sure to check out the show notes for books, movies, and coffee-making products mentioned in this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.